overseas kingpin behind extortion-based crime targeting Alberta's South Asian business community. AI-powered disinformation is spreading. Is Canada ready for the political impact? UFC fighter goes on anti-Canada homophobic tirade in Toronto. MPs call on ethics commissioner to testify amid scrutiny over Trudeau's Jamaica vacation. Shootings up 34% in 2023, says Edmonton police. U.S. launches missile barrage at Houthi targets in fourth day of strikes. These are just some of the headlines trending as of Thursday, January 18th, 2024. How do you feel? How much time do you spend each day thinking about the news and current affairs? Is this healthy? Are you in the know or blissfully unaware? Where do you get your news? Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, or threads like Graham? Or do you surf the web, watch TV, or read the newspaper? like the actual folded up bundle of paper and ink newspaper? Or are you enlightened by podcasts? Do you trust the media you consume? Are you losing your appetite? Or is the news a consistent part of your daily diet? Is it making you healthier? Are you a better person for it? Linguist, author, human rights and political activist Noam Chomsky says, all over the place, from the popular culture to the propaganda system, there's constant pressure to make people feel that they are helpless, that the only role they can have is to ratify decisions and to consume. But he also says, the general population doesn't know what's happening, and it doesn't even know that it doesn't know. So what do we do? Is the news essential to our survival, or is it killing us? This episode of The Harmonious Gentleman is brought to you by our friends at Blind Man Brewing, makers of Central Alberta's best craft beer, purveyors of delicious tacos, and hosts of all kinds of harmonious fun. They don't like to brag about it, but they've won Brewery of the Year in Alberta and Best in Show at the Canadian Brewing Awards. Head to Lacombe and check them out. Well, if podcast episodes were the number of times greater the distance from the Earth to the Sun is than the Sun's diameter, you'd know this has to be episode 108 of The Harmonious Gentleman. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. I'm Graham. You guys, that might be just like some interesting fact, but if you pair it with this fact, that the distance from the Earth to the Moon is 108 times greater than the Moon's diameter... You have that's a cosmic coincidence. That's wow. pretty epic. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Not that only really that, cool. but the sun's diameter is 108 times bigger than the Earth's diameter. Are you serious? And now we're starting to get I don't into believe some you. freaky, crazy, <laughs> where, where and do you get awesome your news coincidences. Where do you get that from? <laughs> 108, I'll, I'll be honest, sometimes it's hard to find things about a number. Yeah. There is so much about the hundred number 108. Really? Yeah. It's a number of stitches in a baseball. The number of time years between the Cubs World Series wins, <laughs> the number of beads in a Tibetan rosary. Yeah, the number of goals McDavid got last week. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually cool you mentioned the space science thing, Chris, because last night my wife and I went to see Chris Hadfield speak hmm. uh, at RDP. 
and it was amazing. You guys know who that is, obviously. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. Canadian hero, like yeah. with what he was able to accomplish. And really amazing speaker, too. Like, I didn't expect him to be so entertaining. And he played his guitar. And I he, just was going to ask that. Yeah. Did he bring his guitar? He did for the end. But I think the cool thing about him, and as a, as a teacher myself, I'm you know impressed how he can... He's teaching us things, too, as he's doing this, right? And yeah. I guess not everyone has a story like that they can tell, which is so interesting. But um, his Q&A at the end was the best part because people would ask these really good questions. Mm. His answers were, were better than his main presentation, I thought. Mm. Just mm. his knowledge and his advice. Anyway, I would recommend if you ever get to see Chris Hadfield to do it. Yeah. It's amazing. Did people ask questions about just ex- like his experiences on the space station or did they ask scientific um, questions? More, more how he dealt with certain things himself. Yeah. Le- less scientific, yeah. Mm. One was about work ethic, which I thought was really cool. Maybe we'll save it for an episode another time, but it's some really cool. Let's thoughts. get him on for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ask him? That would be that awesome. That could have been your question. Well, we, we thought we were going to get in lineup afterwards to meet him, and, but the lineup was because it was RDP's uh, highest ticketed event sales ever. Hmm. Like we were in the gym, and it was completely sold out. I saw a picture on a friend's Instagram account, Amanda Wilson, with a number of people in a picture with him. So oh, cool. They yeah. must have braved the line and stayed all night. Yeah. Nah, we should have shoot. Anyway, cool, cool fact, Very Chris. Cool. Yeah. Are you guys ready to talk about the news? I have to be honest. After listening to your intro and knowing the, about the number one hundred eight, I think there's a, a lot of significance to this episode. So I can't wait. So there's lots of pressure. No. Is this going to be, be? Finally, we're going to make a good episode. Epically <laughs> gonna be the one. <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned Tyler how like what we're gonna we're gonna go on this one because there's a lot of angles we could take. So I'm curious what you're yeah. planning for today. Okay, yeah. well you'll find out. This segment is brought to you by Veldheisen Construction. They have been building incredible homes for over 30 years. The Veldheisen team will guide you step by step through the design and build process. The finished product will be your design, your selections, your beautiful home. If you're looking to build in central or northern Alberta, call today to get started. Go to veldheisen.ca or see the show notes to get in touch. All right, guys, we're going to start with a little kind of check-in, a little media consumption check-in with the gents. So I have a few questions. And hmm, I was going to maybe just ask each, like we'll alternate. So we'll start with Graham because I just looked at you first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how much time do you spend reading the news? Well, we have to define what that means. Okay, I will for you. Okay. Are you a hyper newsy, a moderate newsy, a casual newsy, or a non newsy? So do you. Hmm. To, let's start with non newsy. Okay. They don't seek out or care much about the news. Okay, that's not me. Okay. No. Casual newsy, check mm-hmm. on the news once in a while. Okay. From some regular sources and at times, yeah, that's that's all you stick to. Okay. Just like once in a while. That one or sounds like me. What about, well, moderate is a few times a day. Mm, Ranging a day? from newspapers, radio, media sites. That's moderate? That's moderate. Wow. I mean, would, would, would checking on the Canucks, like a, right? Th- th- that's not really news. That's news. It's sports news. Okay. Well, then, then moderate sounds... Well, you okay. never even heard the other categories. Well, hyper. Well, there's, oh. I don't think I'm that. But okay. just what's the so, definition, just in case? Uh, hyper newsy. They check the news all the time. Depend on numerous sources, ranging from papers, radio, 
talk yeah. news, news sites, aggregators, uh, social media. I think during uh, the Trump years presidency, I think I, I would sometimes skew into that because there was just so much coming in all the time that yeah. I was a little more... But that also had to do with the fact that I was on social media, and I was pre- just that was the addiction that would send me off on yeah. these news sites. So, but nowadays, yeah, I think moderate, moderate. Maybe, maybe a little under that. Like I don't think, yeah, I feel like, and, and after our last election, our our provincial election, I yeah. pulled back even further. I think. Okay. I think once these news cycles, big events sort of happen, especially in the election, I'm a little fatigued by all of it, and I sort of take a step back. Okay. I have a there's a little follow-up question is that do you think the amount that you spend is too much or not enough or just right i think it's too much okay i and it's all phone related i think or at least or at least um internet related like i if i could be my true self if i could like the ideal (laughs) it would be that i would not have a cell phone to look at all the time Mm. and i would read the globe and mail weekend edition once a week and that'd be what and that'd be my news intake Okay. I know it's only one source, but that's what I'd like to be one day. What good sense this can be for, for both of you, since we're still on like the how much news we're consuming. For our age bracket, uh, thanks for all, we're, we're the same, us all in the same age bracket. According to the, the data I have in front of me, there's an age group thirty five to fifty four. So some of us are near the beginning of that. <laughs> there you go. The that, well, but somewhere well in <laughs> near the end. What percent do you think uh, of Canadians said they consume news daily in that age bracket in that age bracket oh 85% or higher I would say even uh, 82 82% nice. yeah you must have read that on the news source <laughs> yeah. cool. okay Chris you get a question um, are you more informed about current events uh, locally provincially federally or globally oh what a great question um the one thing I still try to follow is like Red Deer News Now and stuff. So okay, maybe like uh, you do that more than if I'm just answering the question without giving my like editorial <laughs> review on it. I would say locally. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can say why. Well, I wonder how informed I am on f- international issues, even though I might be reading articles like. Okay. I might be consuming things, but I don't know if I'm actually informed. Ooh, you, interesting distinction. Yeah. So you don't even trust the news sources that you use for international? I'm or, skept- it's not that I don't trust them. I'm skeptical of all. Like, I'm not thinking, oh, the news I consume is the actual mm-hmm. truth, that's and everybody question. else is misled okay. by yeah. their algorithms. And do you feel like that's algorithms. less of an issue when you're looking at more localized news because you can experience it like maybe because i would know the people involved or mm-hmm. can go physically look at the monkey top that just burned yeah, down just or thinking whatever about that yeah, yeah. okay do you think so you your reasoning might already kind of answer this question but is there one that's more important than the other like local well fe- like should you be more informed do you feel like you yeah. should be more informed on federal news yeah, that's a great... I think we actually had a discussion like this when we were talking about politics once, like which is the most important municipal, mm-hmm. provincial, or federal politics. Mm-hmm. Municipal has the most influence in our day-to-day lives. I think that about news too, but the scope of federal or international news has potentially life-altering consequences for 
every person you're listening to because little local stories aren't making international news typically so an earthquake or a bombing mm-hmm. or a war or a famine or a disease is big big stuff yeah okay. and that's usually not what the local radio is reporting on right Graham ready for another question you betcha where do you get your news do you want some options yes <laughs> <laughs> social media uh, TV news websites newspaper I guess you can be more specific when it comes to social media Facebook Instagram Twitter TikTok yeah. threads uh, is that Actually, a joke or is that real so so my, we've had a subscription to Globe and Mail the weekend paper for a while yeah and I and my wife is way better about reading it all cover to cover than, than me but I, I always kind of like that sitting on the table throughout the week and kind of go through it and I do like that kind of journalism but like day to day there's a few like websites that I will periodically check in on Fox News nope <laughs> just kidding that was not really a very good joke I will check once in a while to see what Fox News is up to I'm curious okay um, but you guys teasing about threads I the reason I got threads and don't have Twitter is like I could it's like starting fresh so I could just like choose like I'm gonna follow like AP News yeah. or Reuters or The Guardian or like I can just pick a bunch of like just is it pronounced Reuters oh I don't even know I don't that's interesting I don't think if I've ever heard it out loud routers, routers I don't know I'm not gonna d- delete this if it's embarrassing that's just I don't know what <laughs> no, it's called but it's a good it's a good place it's like to a go word to I've never heard out loud before I oh, okay think. yeah routers those kinds of places that they're basically yeah they just like they collect news stories from the world and they yeah. present them and so I would say these days it's just like checking my <laughs> the six news things I follow on, on do you think some some sources of news are better like do you wish you consume more news from like you said the newspaper is that the better way to do it oh no I don't think necessarily no in fact a lot of the, the stories from the paper are taken right from AP or whatever like they're just they're all shared around I, I, I like Chris's posture like you shouldn't 100% believe everything you read but I also think I also think there is a, there is a reasonable way to make sure that you're reading stuff from actual journalists and not a blog I don't know. I, I'm not saying I'm better at this than anybody, but I do think I try. You're trying to be discerning in you try, what you I consume. I think everyone does, but I think at a certain point, people get a little lost in the algorithms. And right. I think we've gotten worse at, at critically thinking about our news. And so I, I'm always trying to be aware of that. Okay. So I know that I've, I've been tempted by headlines and goofy things. And, um, and I've been duped. Like I've read something and been shocked and then... Clickbait you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and and we and we all have there's there's been, there's been like these news events over the years that that we all kind of fall for collectively and then look back on yeah um, remember Coney remember that Coney 2012 I kind of forget thing? what that story was but it was like a Coney 2020 it was like or a, whatever like a, a helping this country out with a dictator or something and and anyway just, maybe not a great example but I just I think none of us are immune from it. But I also think there are pretty concrete steps you can take because, like, there are news organizations that when they make mistakes, they print retractions. They do, they mm-hmm. do their due diligence. They have sources, and there have been many times where I've been sent an article from people that I know, and there's there's no sources. There's no, like, it's just not good journalism. There's right. just nothing there. So I try. I'm not okay. perfect. I try. So I, I do have some data related to where people, other people, other Canadians get their uh, source, their news, mm-hmm. and. There's lots here, but I don't know if it's going to be that surprising. The kind of the younger 
age group, 18 to 30, aged 18 to 34. Can you guess where they where they get most of their news? Instagram. Yeah, uh, social media like Facebook or Instagram, and then uh, like newspaper, TV, further down. And then as you get older, it kind of flips, right? So like right. none of this is that that surprising, no. but the age um, 55 and up, they actually consume more news daily. 93% say they consume news daily. They have more time to do that. So they're usually. yeah. They're hyper newsies, or more of them are. I also feel like but maybe they, they've got that 24-hour cable network running on the yeah. TV all day long. Yeah, and that's their their top source would be a regular newscast on a TV station. Mm-hmm. 67% would use that as their, their top source. and then Which is hugely different than a younger generation. Like, there's, yeah. there's no... Yeah, so... Yeah. What, what, in what, what do you mean? Well, I don't think there's the many 20-year-olds who's got MSNBC on their TV running No, but they have their right. phone in front of their face that's giving them sure. something. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's that's a huge difference, though. How, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, so, like, in the younger age bracket, 18 to 34, 82% consume news daily. So it's still... They're consuming yeah. a lot of news. They're still they're hyper-newsies. Just yeah. through different sources. But we'll and come back to that. I wonder if, in the end, we can, we can say they're different, but, I mean... I mentioned Fox News. Like you throw Fox News on, you've got one point of view all day long. It's, but if you're on your phone, staring it's, at the, a, it's the same. But the algorithm presents the same thing to you, it, and I yeah, think it, yeah. it ends up being maybe more catered to you. But but in the end, is it really that different? No. And what's built into that is like a selfishness of the source I'm going to is the truth. Right. Whoever is saying that. Right. Pick a side or. A, Didn't I say that five minutes ago? <laughs> Well, yeah, no, but you're. I think you're also saying you're trying to mitigate that potential yeah. damage with retractions and I just, sources. I, and like, I wonder if, like, someone who does the Fox News thing all day, as an example, if they're if they think that they're that they're getting a good critical view, or oh, they're, for sure or, they're they or they're well aware that no, this is just the one track. Like, this is, I don't know. But I mean, any yeah, yeah, I, I think, don't know. But I would say I think, yes, I, they think they're being critical. This just is, like this the person kinda, who watches CBC all day sure. thinks they're being critical. Yeah, but my point being, like, I, I always kind of assume people. I want to assume good things in people, <laughs> positives, and I would just hope that they would have enough self awareness where it's like Tucker Carlson's not really a journalist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. I keep picking on Fox News. I mean, any twenty four hour news station has the same problems I'm talking about. For sure. So this yeah. leads into the next question, which is for you, Chris. Uh, do you trust? most news capital n capital o period to that what about the news that you choose to consume do you trust most of the news that you are consuming it depends if it's i used to really believe in the like integrity of reporters that like if i'm seeing something that they're showing me when i was a kid desert storm was happening and that's kind of when cnn first came on the air i think and you were just, I thought, you're just literally watching like a news feed. Like, here's mm-hmm. a camera, we're showing you what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it was like alarming and terrible, but there was no like bent, which I know that that isn't true, but that's what I thought at the time. And I mm-hmm. think that most things that are like, an earthquake happened in Pakistan. I don't think that there's like a, a an angle to that. You know, so the difference between like here's a news story and here's what I think about it, news to me now is more of the um, editorial version, and I don't okay. really. It's not that I don't trust different. it. I just realize that the person has an angle or a bias, just like I do. So how can they help 
not including that in what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. So it's not that I don't trust it. It's just that take it with a grain of salt. This person isn't a neutral blank slate. They have thoughts, ideas, opinions, religious beliefs, convictions, and they can't help but that coming through. Like, and to think that they can just do that neutrally, I just, I don't think that's possible. So would you say that you, like when you read a headline, like like you said about an earthquake or about something that's happening, you trust that to an extent. Well, like, like that, that is happening. Like that that's true and that actually happened. Okay. Yeah. The, usually. But you don't, the part where you have less trust, or it would be in the, yeah, the interpretation or the way things are being presented. Well, yeah. Or, or just the, like the fact that it's all like click driven. So even the headline needs to catch your attention. Yeah. Sure. And maybe not be quite as accurate or, or inflammatory or whatever. And typically headlines are like, negative things around the world yeah. it's not like doctor saves man yeah. from yeah amputation it's like something bad happened somewhere chris do you think that the generally the media the news that we consume is is less trustworthy than it was pre 24-hour news cycle for example i i think yes but i'm also thinking that this is like me wondering if i could just read the newspaper on my porch i used to deliver the advocate as a kid and like there's something about that that's like mm. Oh, there's kind of nice those good old newspaper days, but there might have just been as much. Yeah, okay. I wonder about slant that. then. I don't know. Yeah, do you and think that might be me like getting older and thinking about the good old days when it yeah. used to be like this? But maybe it's <laughs> always been like this. Yeah. So Canadians uh, were asked the same questions I just asked you. Like, yeah. Do you trust most news? Do you trust most of the news you consume? What do you think? The percentage in 2023 answered yes. They do trust the news. 71 64 much lower <laughs> uh 40 percent uh say they trust most news and slightly higher say they trust most news they consume 46 percent. so less than half canadians okay that is something else that less than half of canadians don't trust but the actual news they consume because they can choose to consume it, it. yeah they yeah. can choose that is do you think sucks. that number's gone up or down over the last i would say down years? For all, sure. that's the yeah. Yeah, it's gone down. Like so, and probably significantly. Uh that's a little surprising. In two thousand sixteen, only fifty five percent Canadians said they, they trust the news. That's not that long so ago. So there's always been some yeah, it's not that long ago, but That's uh, almost an encouraging stat almost. Where it's like we're self aware. Like we know We know it's how always much trash is coming our way, right? <laughs> And we, it's almost it, like entertainment. So we we know movies aren't real, but we like them because it's entertaining. It's almost that same idea. Yeah. Okay. So I have one more question that you can both answer. We'll keep it short so we can get to the next segment. But how important is it to stay informed and up to date? So I, we just said, or you both kind of said, you there's some distrust and we need to be critical. But we still do it. Like we're still consuming yeah, absolutely. news. Absolutely. So you must think it or is I am, at anyway. least somewhat important. So if you were to tell someone else how important it is to stay informed and up to date, um, how would you answer that? Maybe I, let's keep it short, like a scale of zero, not important at all, and 10, very important as a human. You need to be informed <laughs> and up to date. Seven. Yeah, I was going to say six. Okay. But but the older I get, I, I almost feel like it's going to go down. But I used to be an eight. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm getting closer I to five. I just feel a little beaten down sometimes. Like maybe if I just lived in a cabin in the woods and didn't hear about anything, I'd be much happier. Well, yeah. 
Almost certainly. But should I be contributing in, in other ways to my society and voting for the greater good? <laughs> okay, ready for uh, something new? Sure. Yeah, but this is great. questions. This segment is brought to you by Cilantro and Chive. Delicious and creative dishes, a huge variety of locally crafted drinks, and building community in Red Deer and Lacombe. They're the gents' favorite place to grab a bite. Are you guys ready to play which of these headlines are real? <laughs> are you ready? I, I'm, yeah. I've been waiting for a game okay. for a while on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to read a headline. It's either real, like I found it without, I didn't do a lot of digging to find these headlines. I just went to news.google.com and scrolled around a little bit. So I either got the headline from there, and so that would be the real headline. Okay. Not saying the story is, yeah, we won't evaluate the quality of the story, but it was a real headline I found. Or is it a headline created by chat GPT right. okay. um, based on the prompt? Slightly ridiculous uh, <laughs> headlines okay. that slightly could unbelievable. be for Canada in 2024. <laughs> oh, man. I like it. I feel like this is going to be a very tough game. Okay. I have confidence. And you can we both. Can I'm just going to read the headline, and we then each vote. of you can, okay. can take a guess, and I'll tell the answer. Here's the first one. Arnold Schwarzenegger detained over a pricey watch at Munich Airport. Well, that one I happened to see on threads. So that is a real one. <laughs> and I saw it on the Drudge Report, and <laughs> okay. I know it's also true. Okay. Uh-oh, I don't know the result. This might be too easy because you guys are so uh, such hyper news. I'm newsies. a big Arnold fan. <laughs> Me too. Okay, it is. That one's true. Number two. Government and indigenous peoples forge historic agreement, paving the way for reconciliation and collaboration. <laughs> I wish that were true, but I'm going to say I think it's probably false. Uh... True. That one's fake. ChatGPT. I hope ChatGPT is using its prescient ability to predict <laughs> what's going to happen in yeah, 2024 and that happens. Very hopeful algorithm. Or AI, I mean. Huh. Are you guys keeping keeping a score? Uh, we'll go back and get it. <laughs> Ding! Number three, Russia protest. Crowds throw snowballs at police as mm. activists jailed. As what was the last part? As activist jailed. Oh, okay. Snowballs? Yeah, crowds throw snowballs at police. I think th- I'm going to go true on that one. If it's one thing they got left in Russia, it's snow. So I'm going <laughs> to also say yes. Yeah, that one's true. Crowds oh. throw snowballs at police. Uh, Chris Hatfield spent like five years in Russia and like flew with one of their ships. Like his last space. Training was, for the like oh, Soyuz yeah, capsule or and, whatever. And, was, and that's what he was in and came back. And But he like, I, th- I wonder if he would get political. Like, like in terms of. And he, he called their current leadership like just criminals and crooks and oh whoa it was pretty cool like he just that was that's the one place where I kind of thought the world didn't like cross into those lines is the space program yeah well now that he's I think now he's free to talk but it's just wow. it, it's it could, but he was saying like but don't paint Russians with that brush like I they're great people I don't know it was a good message but he's like but right now hmm. it's what we all sort of knew and but shocked he was so candid about that shout out Chris Hadfield. <laughs> <laughs> Future guests. <laughs> yeah. Future guests. Speaking of future guests, here's the next headline. Pat Sajak, <laughs> host of Wheel of Fortune, yells, shut up at contestant, baffling oh. at home viewers. <laughs> that's got to be true. <laughs> if that's if that's chat GPT, that's a hilarious thing for it to, to make up. So I'm going to yeah. say that. Yeah, that one's true. 
past. He yelled, "Shut up!" Wow, he's I, I never looked. I should have looked. Is bad at this career if he's doing those kind of things. Okay, uh, squirrel pox reported in Canada. Oh my! Not goodness. harmful to humans and pets. That's not true. Yeah, I'm gonna say not true because if it was an actual headline, it would be claiming how harmful squirrel pox would be to humans. Right. And that one is a real headline. <laughs> We're not squirrel pox reported oh. in Canada, and I did open that one, and it's terrifying. Really? Like, like for squirrels. But wait, it's apparently, not apparently it's not harmful to humans. But like, just look at looks oh. like a a creature out of Last of Us. Oh, like uh, they get these hairless growths on their face. Yeah, you what? Don't care. <laughs> squirrels gave me a tough time in our last place. Our new place, I've never seen a squirrel. It's amazing. <laughs> because of squirrel pox. <laughs> Graham actually created the epidemic in his backyard shed. Test tubes. And <laughs> Judge threatens to boot Donald Trump from courtroom for making fart sounds as E. Jean Carroll testifies. Well, I did see a bunch of headlines from him, you know, not listening to the judge and stuff. You know, like an adult behaves, but I don't think he made fart sounds. That one's a GPT. <laughs> fart like with his mouth sounds, or like <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I guess there's a difference. Um, oh, that is just crazy. I'm gonna go true because it's so weird. <laughs> that one's a little tricky. It it's fake. Like <sighs> I that one I modified. Okay, the fart noises part is. <laughs> yeah, but he was talking it out of turn and stuff. Yeah, he was. I, I think yeah. the original headline was uh, for speaking loudly as Eugene Carroll testifies. Oh man. Yeah, what's sad is when you think, well, yeah, it's based on what true. I know about yeah. a person. It oh, could would not be shocking be at all. Yeah. Okay, here's the last one: excessive news consumption may harm <laughs> mental and physical health. I mean, it's true, even if it's not a true headline. Maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that that is. Uh, I'm going to talk about that next, so that's why I left that one for the end. That one's true. I actually so good job. Well, I, don't I don't know think who it was won. a good job. I no, I didn't <laughs> do very well. We were fifty-fifty. I think. Yeah, uh, we'll kind of use that as a segue into an article I found. It might not actually be from that headline, but uh, actually it's not. It's from Inc.com, the science of why you really shouldn't start your day with headlines. Huh. And it, I'll paraphrase it just to, rather than read the whole thing, but it talks about a Harvard study um, when they had 110 study subjects and half the volunteers consumed three minutes of just the top headlines of the day which were fairly grim like if you I'm sure listeners if you go on the news like that's the way it appears but the other half were were kind of given three minutes of uplifting stories so uh, you've seen those two probably they're usually a little harder to find but they they kind of filtered it for that a, a second group okay the, the results weren't that shocking. The, the group that consumed uplifting stories uh, was in a better mood afterwards. Okay. It was more cheerful. And the first group was had kind of negative mood afterwards. But the surprise, or what I found surprising, was that they measured participants' uh, mood six hours later, and it was still mm. significantly different between the two groups. Individuals who watched just three minutes of negative news in the morning had a whopping 27% greater likelihood of reporting their day as unhappy hmm. six to eight hours later. So just a few minutes, uh, they kind of, like the summary would say, like just a few minutes of glancing at negative headlines is a pretty good chance of ruining your mood all day. Yeah. 
uh, and this this study is from 2015. So, oh, so it's uh, like times you, ten. Right. So if you look at if you <laughs> think about <laughs> the headlines we're seeing these days, if that's changed at all, which of those that, control groups got the squirrel pox? <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah. that's something that's not no one's surprised by that here. But it's almost, and I don't think people are like generally are surprised by that. Yeah. But it's almost like, yeah, I know junk food's bad for me. <laughs> right. But it's, it's not so enough good. to change our behavior. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crappy. Yeah. But then, yeah. So that my question was, what stood out to you? Um, and I think it, and for me too, it was just the the length. Like it's not a surprising study that right. looking at bad news makes you grumpy, but um, that it can still. Yeah, the lingering effects is lingering effects, crazy. and if you think about, there's other studies that kind of link consuming the news to anxiety, depression, right. uh, not sleeping as well, like a lot of other health effects, like physical and mental health effects, that I mean could actually shorten your life, right? Like if you go another step, there's studies that show that more anger, more frustration, more um, anxiety not sleeping as well, all of that decreases your life expectancy. Yeah. So I'm taking a little a, a step, like I'm connecting the two and saying that sure. the more you consume the news, the sooner you're going to die. Is that... Well, so? This has been a good talk, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Hope you learned something. <laughs> but then... I mean, that's the nuts and bolts of it, though, really. So then should we just stop it? Yeah, that's so the like question. is. Well, actually, yes, probably. Okay. Like, Chris, what if you could just hit a switch and the news is only local and that's it? I had this conversation with with somebody last week that I told them I was completely off Twitter now. And and they said, I get it, but, like, I want to be informed. And I understand that, but, like, I don't even think we are informed. Right. Cynically. So why be and being informed what does it do like does is it going to change how i vote or where i spend my money maybe in small doses maybe a little bit but so if you think if we we don't i don't want to get into actual current events right uh and and talk too much about them but just as an example of of something going on in the world right now there's conflict in between israel palestine palestine gaza yeah. Um, Hamas would is there any reason that we should try to learn about that well yeah I, I mean like, yeah, I, I, I think, think the yes. answer is yes but I don't know how I would follow that up I think I think it's important to learn about it I can't tell you how but guys a few seconds ago you said we'd be we should just not consume the news at all well, I don't know if I said that exactly. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> yeah. It, I think the difference is between fe- like wanting to be informed, but then actually admitting that it's forming us. Like it's actually causing health effects. And mm-hmm. we're, n- half the people in the world don't even trust the news they're consuming, and they're consuming it at really high rates. Yeah. That's a, that's a problem. I, I don't, I'm not saying I know what the answer is, but mm-hmm. it isn't to be on more social media platforms. Like No exposing yourself to everything like that's not helping yeah I find- what are you going to do with that information anyway well there's been historic times historically where there's something atrocities being committed things going on that you that other countries could have left alone 
but didn't, chose to intervene. So, mm-hmm. it's, right? Like, you can't just ignore what's going on in the world no. generally. But me, Graham, does that make a difference if I'm paying attention? But we're also assuming the information we're getting is informing us properly right. about the world so sure. that we can do something about it. And I, you already know that I think... Cynically, that isn't happening. But yeah. was that possible in the past? World War Two, like was that a little more yeah, cut and I mean, dry? It's still, like, you're no. battling an enemy, so the news you're going to get is sure. slanted, right? Of mm-hmm. course, it is. Yeah, I think. Well, this is first of all hosting an episode, like kind of planning an episode is kind of easy because I just ask the questions. Um, Tyler, take it from here. Yeah. But I'll, I, I think this question is really hard, and but I do disagree with you a bit, Chris, on the extent. To which you, it seems like you don't think you can trust anything in the news, and I know that's not what you said. Um, yeah. But it feels like it's, or that you can't be informed by it, or it's very difficult to be informed by it. I agree that it's difficult, but I think it's our responsibility to try, sure, to be informed by the information that's out there, acknowledging that there is false news and there is bias and there is. Um, Propaganda and there's all those things, but the the part where I, the tension I think is where I know it's bad for me, and I know there's some the reasons I do it. Some of them are better than others. I think like sometimes I look at the news because just to be entertained, right? Like it's like this is, yeah. it's I'm getting a dopamine hit when I when mm-hmm. I look at these things, whether the the news is good or bad, but I want to be looking at news so that I can pursue justice or yeah like I I want to make the world a better place so Mm -hmm. in order to do that I need to know what's going on in the world but the tension continues because when you look at international news you feel helpless right so then that just feeds into a sense of helplessness and strengthens my position that if you listen to only local news you actually can do something about it no right but there is like this this piece that I feel I mean, I'm a social. Like you taught social studies yeah, too. Like I, I we want important. to be active and that's right participating in the world. Yeah, I'm not trying to but, withdraw from it and retreat, yeah. but it's getting harder to, or is it getting harder? Maybe it's always been this hard. I don't think we can we can ignore the effects of how news works now. I just algorithms. That's not the way it used to be. So like, we can't pretend it's the same. It's not. It's not. I, but then there's so then much more stuff to just to, to, should to you sift through than there used to be. There's so right. much more. So should you try to? Should yes. you try yeah, to? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You should right. try to. I just we just we have to be realistic and also empathetic to people who who struggle with with and even ourselves we struggle with it because there's just there's just way more crap to to get through. Maybe you're getting to this in the next segment, but is it even possible? Like with what we're up against in terms of AI generated news stories and. Russian bots filling mm-hmm. our feeds and do you have tips on how to do that? Is that coming up? Well, there I do there's some I do have some links I to, hope he does I mean, some of it's pretty straightforward feeling pretty helpless at this point, Tyler Well, some of the tips are as simple as just like take a break from it Yeah, turn off right? your like phone and, uh, If there's something that you really do need to know you will you'll find out right? Like through word of mouth or you don't need to be the one to find things find things first um, and I, I think when it comes to like the mis- misinformation or things that are, are reported and then turn out later to be f- false I think 
if you just delay your intake or like you're not constantly looking, you're going to fall for that less. Or even delay, like if you can, when you in, when you take in something, try to have the posture of like, I'm not going to let my opinion on this be, be formed right away. Like, yeah. I'm going to consider this because people are so, and me too, like you read something, it fits a worldview that you've got. And you're dug in. That's it. And now, because that's the first time you've read it, that's it. Proves my point. Right. And and you and and even if it's retracted, it doesn't really matter because you never gave yourself a chance to to consider yeah. it. So like multiple mm. sources could be one thing. Like if you find yourself having a really reactionary, like visceral response to something, maybe just like take a breath. Mm-hmm. Think well, that's kind of str- you know, is this the way everything else is? And just double check a few different sources and yeah. you know, but that's not that's hard to do and it's not yeah. as much fun. <laughs> to, well, there's and there's pressure, I think, for for people to when you you feel like you just learned something and it, it gives you that reaction that you're talking about. There's like a an instinct to it's my responsibility now to pass that on right to others or to take a side right away yeah, because this is bad. About. Like I need yeah. to make it very clear which side of this issue yeah. I'm on. But then two days later, more information comes out. Like oh, yeah. and you're like oh, I kind of wish I didn't send those those links I sent the other day. Well, not, and that's what especially sucks about people who create fake crap on purpose. Because they know, yeah, this isn't true, but it doesn't matter because it's going to have the desired effect that I want. Like, Does this remind you of Aaron Burr's advice to a young Hamilton? Like, talk less, smile more, and never let them know what you're <laughs> yeah. against or what you're for? Yeah. Like, just be a little patient. Yeah. See, because when I first took that song in, it was almost like I didn't like that advice. Me either. Right? You're not supposed to, really. But then you think about it, it's actually, maybe hmm, there's more stuff in the middle. Yeah, I kind of get it. Burr. Oh, I got to watch that again. It's been a few months. I do have uh, one more segment. Do you want to have Ooh, a little break so first? So do we. Fill yeah. up our coffee. Sure. Need a break. Thanks, time. This segment is brought to you by the King's University in Edmonton, Alberta. Offering an exceptional liberal arts education from a Christian perspective, King's degree programs integrate internships, work learning, study abroad experiences, and research opportunities. The King's University, bright hope for tomorrow. All right, guys, I I did a lot of reading in preparation for this episode. So mm-hmm. we talked about like sources. I'm gonna are on this episode. There's gonna be a ton of links. For, for listeners to, to kind of read themselves check if they sources. want to. Check your sources. Yeah. Um, this is from uh, Harvard Politics. Someone had, and the, but this is this is more of a, an opinion piece. But I, I liked how the, the author outlined different reasons one might care about current events. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, he gives them titles that I kind of like too. This is the J.S. Mill thesis. Um, John Stuart Mill is a philosopher that I actually don't really like very much, but this is his thesis um, for why we might care about current events. We read the news because it's our duty as citizens. We have the privilege of voting and of participating in the governance of our country, and we take that task seriously. So that's yeah. that's one reason. So I'll read through these, and you can kind of think, like, you probably uh, identify with a few of them, but maybe at the end you can say which one most you most identify with. The Gawker thesis. Hmm. We read the news because we think it's fun. Our relationship to politics is roughly the same as video gamers' relationship to video games. Hmm. Also, 
even after reading those two, you can see they're they're kind of making a connection between politics and yeah. news. Uh, the Habermas thesis. Mm. Did you react because you know who that is? Okay. No clue. I don't either. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Habermas. We read the news because it gives us something to talk about. The news is part of our public discourse, our set of shared intellectual touchstones that help to affirm our membership in communities like campus and country. And we value that. What was yeah, that one again? Habermas. 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 I don't know if I'm saying that right because I don't know who that is. Habermas. Uh, the Ida Tarbell thesis. We read the news because we have principles and personal projects, and getting the facts help us achieve our goals. I care about climate change because I want to stop it. I need to know about ethanol policy because my job depends on it, etc. Okay. Ida, what's her name? Uh, Ida Tarbell. Tarbell. And then one more, the Chomsky thesis. We read the news because powerful people lie. And it's our responsibility as intellectuals to expose those lies. Hmm. Well, I know I'm a mix. I'm a 50-50 between two of those guys. Are you really? Yeah. Oh. Which ones? Habermas and Chomsky. Okay. So Habermas was... Uh, we talk it's, about it's part it of our public discourse. Just, yeah, it it what we gives do. us membership in the community. And I'm now more leaning toward Chomsky cynicism. Yeah. I don't know. If that, that's not cynicism, I don't think, Chomsky. I think that's like... It's just true. Idealistic. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's what we want the news to be, to keep things in check. Right. Because the realities are cynical, I think, but, but I actually think that's not... But I've uh, arrived at Chomsky's <laughs> hypothesis through cynicism. Well, my cynicism <laughs> has brought me to the point where I think the gawker is probably, like, huh. more realistic in terms of the average person, hmm. which makes me sad, but I think it's true. I'm sure I have some of that in me too. And yeah, we all do. Tyler, you kind of mentioned that Ida, whatever her name is, sentiment earlier. Uh, like wanting yeah, to help us achieve goals. You to do something. Yeah, I like that. For me, I like that's the most hopeful of all of them. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah, feel it's probably true. Yeah, and I was trying to say this before too. That's what I want my reasons yeah, to right. be <laughs> is that I'm doing this to actually do something with the information. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that one's a fairly noble noble one but i also like the i think the chomsky thesis do you I, think like, that there's those four capture it all or is there like would you propose a thesis that there's i mean a you reason have you a, watch the news that isn't captured by one of those i think it, it's a pretty good it i mean i picked like it because i feel like it covers a lot of the because i initially just made my own list of why do we look at the news yeah. and made a list and then i found this um those are good like i think it's a mix of all of them, really. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. but I just I wonder what my idealistic version would be and what the reality is. And yeah, I think there is some level of responsibility as as citizens to know what's going on around us. Mm -hmm. But bring it back to the like the impact on our our health, right? That's the that's the conflict. Like, do we do something that is bad for us? mentally and physically for the good of society and it, if I phrase it that way I, my answer is yes like mm -hmm. I think I should look at the news even though it is shortening my lifespan I need to know what's going on around the world so I can make the world a better place for other people I think if I, mm. I don't know I almost don't know if the premise totally makes sense because I, I think like anything I think it's a skill 
that you can learn. Like I think you, the more you practice something and prepare for something, the less, this is, I'm taking this right from Hatfield last night, the less, <laughs> fe- the less fear about the thing that you have. And he's like, as an yeah. astronaut, like you, do, you train for them a thousand times. So fear is not a thing because you're, you, you're good at it. You've I gone think through all I the think steps. it's kind of similar to this. It's like yeah. if you're good at disseminating information and reading the news, you're going to be less viscerally fearful. Hmm. And yeah. it's going to have less of a toll on your lifespan. So I think if you're good at it. Oh, you won't or, feel the anxiety. Practice, I don't know if you will feel the same anxiety. I, I'm skeptical about that. I, I think it, that it, that would be a strategy. Like, I would. I think that's our responsibility to get to that point. Sure. Yeah, and I agree. But but I think also I would acknowledge, like, just acknowledge that there's going to be some cost to your mental health in getting there. Because yeah. even if you know how to decipher yeah. information and and learn about what's yeah. When you read about could be side thousands of pe- kid, children being mm-hmm. killed, like yeah. that's going to affect you negatively. Yeah. I'm that's just true. thinking of this right now, Tyler, that like from my own uh, maybe religious worldview, there's a, maybe a way I can think about the news. Like if I think about the ways that things in the Bible, let's say, are laid out, like there's prophets who like speak truth to power. News can help us do that. It can sometimes be like a lament of like, oh, look at all the crap that's going on in the world. And I don't know what to do about it and sometimes it's like a celebration like oh you know the queen turned 90 that's cool or whatever i can't think of many good celebratory things in the news but um maybe i could help myself by filtering things that way Mm -hmm. instead of and that would maybe prevent me from being a gawker which not that there's anything wrong with that necessarily but it almost seems sort of like a helpless state to me of yeah i have I, i think there is maybe one more reason why people look at the news and it's not this isn't from the harvard politics article this is just a sentiment that i've kind of stumbled across on online when i was looking into this and it's the idea that people consume the news because it's essential to their their livelihood or their survival like they view seeing what's going on politically Hmm. as it's directly impacting or what's an example of that? Well, I'll just read, like, I, this isn't a direct quote, and it's kind of merging things together, but um, it says, what does it mean to be non-political in today's society? Today's society? So it's kind of questioning, because there is this movement or idea that we should just totally disconnect, right? Like, it's bad for us, don't look at the news at all, but this is mm-hmm. trying to acknowledge that some people can't. Um, so it says to start with it means choosing to not care about issues that don't affect us personally so if you disconnect it's saying okay there's people suffering here or there's this this doesn't affect me so I'm just not going to care about mm-hmm. it so you're, you have to admit that you're not you don't care about what's happening to other people so being being able to not care about the news or what is going on in your sphere politically is a privilege yeah so Agreed, yeah. so and I think yeah so what do you think about that you Anything? Well, it would be like if you if I lived in Gaza right now, I might be watching the news to see what part of my community the IDF is going to target. Right? I right. don't know. Yeah. I can't think of another example. But and over here, I'm like, huh? Like, well, wow, that's a big hole in the ground. I yeah, I don't know. It's for sure a position of my privilege to that. Yeah. Well, I can and think there's of it that there's way. examples here too of if you think about the like encampments being torn down in Edmonton and and if you were if you're someone living on the edge of of homelessness that news like yeah is very important so us not having just saying oh I don't want to see all that 
you just have to I don't think it's yeah this perspective is saying that is um, a privilege a privileged perspective mm-hmm. that makes sense to me Graham you look like you're thinking I was thinking more about Chomsky and just like in that case that to me is like becoming more important just as if you think about this that we people we can't let people do what they like people empowered to do things that are horrible and right yeah sorry that's that i wasn't yeah. super paying attention i was more thinking about that the whole time so whatever you said chris was probably the, great no, i fit in very well i think that's yeah. a good connection for sure okay yeah. yeah because even if even if those actions of the people in power isn't directly affecting you yeah there's still a, a responsibility An appropriate or re- a, reaction that you would have yeah. right well i guess it does fit in yeah does reading the news make us better people yes <laughs> I think Depends, so. I generally, guess, generally, yeah. <laughs> so funny because we didn't. We still it makes like, us like we never like we didn't. We didn't have to, but like what? What is the news? Like if there's, it can mean so many things to so many people. Yeah, and so it's hard. Like I think th- there is a version of that that is that does make us better people, and there's a version that doesn't make us better people. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Do you guys know George Carlin? Yes, mm-hmm. he had a quote that was kind of like some people. I'm going to get this wrong, and I should look it up, but you know care about the politics here and there and some people like are too busy with their life trying to eke out their own existence and they don't have time for all that stuff he says it much more funny and eloquently but yeah um sometimes i think that about the news too like just consuming news is typically a privilege Mm -hmm. yeah like i have time to read about what's going on all over the place because i'm not needing to use that time to do something else yeah did you hear about his a uh, new comedy special? Huh? No. George Carlin? Yeah. New comedy special? Yeah. Is that it like an AI-generated AI hologram? It was created, like his vo- the voice, the kinds of jokes. What? It's awful. But like, and his daughter spoke out against it and stuff, and said this is disgusting, and it is pretty gross. But wow. the fact that it's pretty, it's impressive just the technology. I, I heard some of it, and you know, it's not, it's not him. It's not funny in the same way he was, but kind of freaky. Mm. Bit of a tangent there. Speaking of AI, <laughs> holy crap. Wow. What a buzzword, yeah. hey, in the news right now with big tech companies integrating AI strategies. Anyway. Yeah. That was very, like, going to be, maybe that should be another, we should do another AI episode I think soon. we should. Uh, Who could we get on that? Yeah. Listeners, if you work in AI or are yourself AI generated, please reach out. <laughs> That's why our numbers are so high right now. <laughs> Bots <laughs> everywhere. Those are all AI. <laughs> Ty, thanks for bringing those questions to us. I don't know if you've yeah. got more. I, I, no, I, I'm, I'm just, trying to think of a way to, to kind of wrap it up. But What would you recommend people do if, like, <laughs> after all the research you've done? Well, some of this is say? my, it depends on what, yeah, some of it's, like, I still struggle with what would I tell someone else. Like, I, I would have a hard time telling someone, you need to be more informed. Like, I feel uncomfortable saying that. Uh, but I also feel uncomfortable telling someone they're too informed right right like you're you're too interested i think we talked a lot about sources and and critical thinking that's a recommendation i think Mm -hmm. we could all make but yeah this is a tricky one for me too the psychology today has a a list of tips that i'm I'm looking at and it's i'm kind of rolling my eyes because it's stay informed but stay well yeah. Right. Like it's saying do both. both. Right. So, but uh, 
I mean, I don't think it's bad advice. It's just way more difficult than they make it sound. Like curate your news, choose media that allows you to live the healthiest life, right? Like just do it. Just choose the ones that make you feel good. Uh, I think most people would be able to do that if they really wanted to. They know how exactly how to do that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, and then, but there is one paragraph here at the end. I'll, I'll maybe this is a good way to wrap up this segment. There's a thin line between staying informed and staying infirm. Staying what? Infirm, mm. like unstable. Yeah. Be aware of what that is for you. How do you feel after watching or reading the news? What media media keeps you up to date? And which, which keeps you anxious and stuck yeah. in a repetitive cycle. That's a good good line. Anxiety is not a good thing. All right. Thanks, Ty. Yeah. Speaking of anxiety, now I have to choose a recommendation or confession, don't I? Oof. Give me a sec. Okay. okay. We're at the part of the episode where two gents need to either recommend or confess something. And I am not one of those two gents. Hmm. Chris, you're one of those. Yeah. Would you, what are you going to do? Well, interestingly, um, this morning I was listening to CBC Radio on the way here. Hmm. We're at Phil's recording. I don't know if we've mentioned that. No, Thanks shout out to, to Phil's. I wonder if our listeners can just tell. Great. Yeah, they might the be able to. Yeah. Um, anyway, on the way, there's a program in the morning at 5.30 a.m. called Hard Talk. It's from yeah. the BBC. And the host is a guy named Stephen Sacker. And he has, um, it's a current affairs interview program where he has people from around the world. And he, it's called Hard Talk because he asks them crazy questions. When I listen to it, I can't believe anybody would go on because of the way he presses mm-hmm. them. So this morning, he had a professor from Ir- an Iranian university and they were talking about the israel gaza conflict and it was intense the questions he was asking uh anyway just the way he interviews and talks it's kind of cool to listen to so you Mm -hmm. can i think it's a television program and a radio program and a podcast it's called bbc hard talk okay awesome check it out that sounds sweet hard talk do you guys like pants they're okay most of the time do you guys like when your pants don't fall down yes preferably 100% like so that. I'm wondering if you guys wear belts is what I'm really getting at here mm-hmm. do yes. I do yeah um, for years I <laughs> had multiple belts <laughs> and they they were just the, the cheap ones right they always like genuine leather which actually doesn't mean they're they made of flake leather off. right they flake off it's, and for years I thought there's gotta be a better way yeah for my belt to last and a few years back my wife bought me a belt okay. for Christmas and I this is kind of a confession I basically wore the same belt every day for the past, I think, three or four years straight. Wow. Like, literally every day. Don't think we didn't notice. Well, I'm, I'm sure you did. And I have this rack of old belts in my house that I never never rotated mm-hmm. through anymore. Because once you find the belt that works for you, you stick with it. Like yeah. a spouse or a soup <laughs> brand. Anyway, uh, this Christmas, she bought me another one. Of the same brand. Same brand. Right. Different color? Uh, no. Oh. I requested the same because... I'm, I'm slimmed it down a little bit. Nice. Good job. A little bit. And so I wanted some options depending on how my weight fluctuates the next 10 plus years. Right. <laughs> By the way, the original belt is still in wonderful shape. So it's not like it wore out. No. And this belt is from the Populous Company in uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. Wow. It is a... Uh, they make products, like, obviously, in, like, locally there. Hmm. And uh, this belt is just ridiculous. It's 
beautiful. I'll show it to you guys after, but I'm wearing the new one t- today. Okay. And uh, I think it's Finally probably a good reason to stare at your crotch. <laughs> 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 Do you think when you close your closet door, your belts, it's like Toy Story in there, and they're like come to life and talking about how they never there. get played with anymore? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're awesome. Populous, Populous Co. Leather and Apparel premium stuff good like amazing do you like, have to go to lethbridge to get them i think she orders it online huh. what are you doing with the old one i'm gonna put it in rotation back and forth oh my weight okay. it's all oh. <laughs> it's based on weight fluctuation if i can stay what i'm at th- this one for a while. i just punch new holes in my belt <laughs> i could have but it's getting a little bit long <laughs> like yeah i've actually switched to suspenders <laughs> <laughs> they might make those too um anyway they're not a sponsor i just think they make great belts hmm. oh that sounds awesome awesome that was a really fun. Time. Nice recommendations, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out my own uh, confession yeah. just because uh, the belt thing, the belt that I wear every single day, I stole from my wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I just wear it every day. Okay. It's, so you're it's also real an everyday belt kind of person. Like, why rotate? Well, belts? actually, uh, if I wear a belt, it's this belt. But I prefer pants that don't require a belt. I don't have any pants like that. Maybe I do actually. I just like belts. Yeah. Hmm. I don't even know if I have pants like that. Anyways. Chris, do you like... like pa- do you mean <laughs> pants without belt loops? Or like... No, no, no. These fit me and I don't they, need a belt. They just fit so well that I don't oh, I need, need a belt. He likes to put his thumbs through his like <laughs> belt loops. Well, I he just hold my pants up <laughs> by the bootstraps? Okay. Chris, do you usually tell our listeners something at this point? Yeah. If you like, like the show, <laughs> okay, yeah, gotcha. I zoned out a bit. Maybe Graham, you can edit that pause. But if you want to uh, reach out, you're staring at my belt. <laughs> I hope again. If you want to reach out, uh, talk to us, send us a message, encourage us, challenge us, give us some feedback. You can do that at harmoniousgentleman at gmail So you can do what uh, listener Carson did, and send us an email. He wrote, hey, gents, really love the show. I appreciate how tactfully you approach each topic while still having fun. I just finished the episode about climate change and would like to recommend an episode of another podcast. I believe Tyler asked, why aren't people more concerned about what's happening with the climate? In episode one, season eight of The Happiness Lab, Dr. Lori Santos discusses that exact thing. It's a relatively short listen. Thanks for making such a thoughtful show. So thanks, Carson, for sending that and and another bonus recommendation yeah. for listeners you can also reach out to us on social media instagram uh facebook those That's places <laughs> uh and That's if you want to help really. us out, i think the, the biggest thing you could do to help us if you feel like helping us yeah. is just give us a review yeah. uh a positive review would help us thank you for clarifying yeah do we have negative reviews i don't know if we do i'd like to read one it would be kind of fun but send that as an but email. Don't, don't, don't yeah, actually don't, don't publish actually it anywhere. It'd be, it'd be kind of fun if somebody started harassing us via email negatively. I kind of thought the climate change one might cause some of that, but so far, nothing really. So far, only one, and it's positive. Well, Thanks, also, Carson. I'm going to listen to that episode because that sounds awesome. Yeah. That other podcast. Good times, you guys. Yeah, we got to get to work. Yeah, yeah. we're leaving here in like our other sure do. So thank you to Phil's once again. They Thanks, are very Phil's. accommodating. They let us yeah. in right when they open. The our waitress quite. sees us, knows which table we want. Doesn't even need to give us menus because we always kind of order the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we set up all our gear here, and they're cool with that. So thanks, Phil's. Mm-hmm. And on that note, gentlemen, have a good day. Yeah, you too. We'll Graham. see you next time. We sure will. Harmonious Gentleman, gentleman. gentleman Podcast. Brought at, to you. At okay. Phil's. <laughs>